everybody. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. Uh, we are Sour Mash Tours, Louisville's only guided walking bourbon experience. Uh, we're the Sour Mash Tours team. This is Dylan. This is Danielle. And this is Andy. And a big congratulations are in order to the people who organized the Bourbon and Beyond Festival. They yes. put together a, a great <laughs> Absolutely <lineup>. amazing lineup. <laughs> but in all reality, congratulations <laughs> To Sour Mash Tours' own Dylan Miles, who is now betrothed. Yes. He's getting married, He's y'all. getting married. He's getting married, He's engaged guys. as of this past Saturday yep. to his lovely girlfriend, Kate. Kate. Now fiancé. My Kate. lovely fiancé. Officially off the table. Sorry, guys. Off the market. And and Dylan off the market. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, sorry, gals. 100% off the market. The, the, yeah. the Dylan Miles date tour is now going to have to be do, in the past. Do you guys <laughs> which, which never happened. So... <laughs> Does, do you guys remember like the first time that somebody called each like one of you all their fiance, mm-hmm. like a random person? Mm-hmm. So like that happened when we were all celebrating the other day. They were like, "Dylan, go get your fiance," and I was like, "Oh, what?" Like it took me a second for it to sink in. Yeah, that'll but. continue to happen until you get married for a while. <laughs> yeah, and then saying like wife or husband—that's even weird. That seems real weird. At yeah, first, yeah, big time. Yeah. So I learned something from uh, the TV show Mad Men uh, when Don Draper and Megan Draper get married, get engaged. Um, somebody tells Megan congratulations and is quickly corrected by mm-hmm. Pete Campbell, who says that traditionally you're not supposed to say congratulations to the bride; you're supposed to say best wishes. To the bride, but congratulations to the groom. Why is that? So why is that? I don't know. It's probably like dates back to where women were like viewed as property or something like that. <laughs> where like you're congratulating, you should, you're you like shouldn't be happy about this. You're so congratulating like, the man because he like got this possession, and you say best wishes to the woman. It's more like good luck with this fucking guy that <laughs> that now thinks he owns you. Okay, well for all of our listeners, yeah. Wow. So wanna... from here on out, say best wishes to the woman for Thank that you. reason. Yeah, you've really talked me into that. You've, really, you've you've really made this sound exciting. You've, you've, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yes. Very happy thank, for you guys. Thank, thank you very all very exciting. much. We're we are very excited. Uh, we'd for like that. to extend a, an invitation to all of our listeners to the wedding. <laughs> Everybody right? come to the wedding. Invited. Yeah, everyone. everyone come. The details for the invite's going to be on Facebook. Yeah, yeah we're going to put everything out. We're going to announce all the details here on the on the podcast. And and please don't actually come <laughs> unless you're invited. Yeah, no details will be released, but still really excited for you guys. Yeah, it was great. Thank you all so much. Can we cheers? Just, we're gonna cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. All right. And, and we are drinking cheers something to um, special to us as a as a company mm-hmm. to our podcast because and it's a special day. Yeah. Not only because Dylan is engaged, Woo. but because it's March, because basketball and brackets are in the air. And this goes back to the origins of the Sour Mash podcast. Yep. We're here to announce the field for the second annual Sour Mash 16. Whoop, whoop. So that also marks the one year anniversary of our podcast. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Because when we started this podcast, Andy had always talked about wanting to do a podcast. And we were doing bourbon tours at the time. And Andy's like, there's got to be a way for us to incorporate a podcast. Well, then March Madness came around, and you guys have been talking about doing this for a little while, and it seemed like the perfect opportunity to start a podcast, which I believe it was. Um, So that's, yeah, those are our first episodes. If you go back um, and listen to the beginning of our podcast, if you weren't there at the time or you weren't listening, it was the Sour Mash 16. Like, normally that's when, like, established podcasts tell people, like, go back and listen to the beginning. 
but I don't even know if we would want people to do that. Let's listen to our terrible audio on our phone and hey, towel setup. It, it is what it is. <laughs> I can't even you gotta listen, start somewhere, I can't right? even listen to myself. <laughs> Dylan like, and I were... It's hard to listen to. <laughs> Dylan and I were at Hunter's house watching basketball. Yeah. And I said, Dylan, I've got an idea for this podcast. Let's do this blind tasting bracket. Dylan said, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I love hearing myself recorded. Well, I said, me too. Yeah. And Danielle was like, okay, I guess. And then she, then we started listening to it after we recorded the first one, and she said, "Get that shit out of here! You can't listen to this." It's very, very hard for me to listen to myself. I make Andy put headphones on when he edits the podcast so that I can move on with my life because it is terrifying to me to hear my voice. I'm like, "Hey, y'all! Welcome to the Star Mash Podcast." But you're one of our, you're one of our favorite people, and according to you know, according to our email, yeah, the emails week, flooding in. You're the you're one, one of, of the, the most favorite. You're tied for the most favorite. Is podcaster. that because people would rather listen to my poop talk? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what people said. You and Dylan are tied for if the you, top. Yeah. Look, if you guys are listening for more poop talk, just tell me. <laughs> I'm more than happy to incorporate more poop talk in the podcast. She will up the poop talk. I'll up the poop. Anyway, but, so know, yes, it's so been we, about a year. We're, we're drinking the winner of last year's Sour Mash 16. Well, that took a long time to get back to. Yeah. Old Forester, <laughs> Sorry about that. Old Forester 1920. Yeah. So this was the champ last year. It was a six seed. Knocked off some uh, much more expensive products um, and prevailed. And it was one of the favorites of, of last year, I think, across the board. And I honestly think, like, seeding today, it would not be a six seed. Probably not. As, like, popular as it's gotten and how much, like, you know, how much press it's gotten in the past year. I like to attribute a lot of that press to it, it winning the Sour Mash. It was the Sour Mash 16. I believe it. That's what yeah, did it. It's called the Sour Mash Bump. <laughs> when we talk about a bourbon, we're like, uh, basically like Fred Minnick. We, there we go. We like a bourbon on here, which for me is every bourbon I try, I like. Everyone. Um, then, it, lo and behold, flies off the shelves. You can't find it anymore. Yeah. You're calling, you, so you want to call that the sour mash bump? Sour mash bump. Yeah. Like, Are you sure about that? Yeah, that happens. Yeah, like a bump in popularity after we, after we mention it. Yeah, like when people it. do town halls for presidential elections, they usually yeah. get bumps. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, it sounds like something else to me. What's it sound like to you? I mean, oh, like, give me a bump of that sour mash. <laughs> oh, your mind's in the come on, your mind's in the, in the gutter. You drug. That's, that's our other podcast, <laughs> Co- Cocaine Chat with Danielle. Well, <laughs> that's for another time. That's on the. That's only on the dark web, dark iTunes. That's, that's on the dark <laughs> web, yeah. Welcome, welcome to Cocaine Chat. That's the, the tour we launched in Colombia, where you get to go to all the different cocoa fields and try some of the product at each. You just say cocoa. Isn't that what it's, it's no, co- co- coca. 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 Okay, I'll go to a coca. All these field. wonderful chocolate fields. <laughs> you mean, you're, you're telling me cocaine and chocolate don't come from the same? <laughs> Might as well be the same to me. Anyway, well, welcome okay, to South okay, Mass Podcast, a co- podcast Sorry, about cocaine. We can't get it together today. <laughs> anyway. That's why people listen. So. Should we get down to business? I think let's, we should, yeah. let's get down to the business. So this year for the Sour Man 16. So hold on, um, do we want? Are we are we doing this uh, old school um, March Madness style, or are we going to do it all in alphabetical order? Or are you going to do it the right way? And, and oh, we're doing the, the we're doing right the seedings. So we're going to we're going to do the so. seedings, but we're going to start with the 16 seed, and we're going to mm-hmm. work our way up. Um, we don't have them yet, just like CBS. We we're going to see them as you hear them. Yep. But I'm told from the selection committee that this is the strongest field ever. In the, in the two year history of this tournament, this is the strongest wow. field we've ever seen. I love it. I think I've heard that it's gonna be a nice blend of some things that are a little bit harder to find yeah, opposed we've got to some, some things that are highly, relatively available on the shelves. Highly, highly allocated products is what they're telling me mm-hmm. from the booth. 
Um, and we're also when we when we taste this, so we do we do a blind tasting, semi blind, I think, because you kind of have an idea of what's at least in the mix. But we're going to have some guests very likely come in mm-hmm. and taste with us. Maybe some familiar voices that have been on the podcast already. Yeah. Maybe some new voices that yeah. you've never heard before. Yeah, we're gonna make this interactive. Maybe who knows some celebrities. Yeah, mm. who knows? Bold, know? That's a bold uh, prediction, well, Andy. We'll see. Okay, just a little teaser. Just let the, <laughs> don't let the people down. Yeah. So, with, without further ado, let's don't, get down to business. Will you do the, will you do the March Madness CBS music. Wow, that was the extended version. I like it. Incredible. I'll put a little tash on who, it. Who needs an actual sound engineer when you've got uh, Dylan Miles on the sound effects? But maybe by next year, Sour Man 16 will actually have like a board and we'll have some drops. We can make our own sound effects for this. We could. We, we do. Yeah. Just like that. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, there you go. Without further ado, let's get down to. Look, guys, no more ado. <laughs> Let's go. I think you've said it three times now. We have. So the 16th seed. Number 16. Um, in the Bardstown region, up in the top left of your bracket, we have this year's iteration of the Evan Williams Single Barrel. Okay. Woo. Not the sexiest pick, probably, no. but a very solid, so, regular offering. Something you can always find on the shelves at a Costco. Yep. Nothing from wrong our friends, with that. our friends at Heaven Hill. Mm-hmm. Usually comes in at about eight years old. Yeah. Uh, this year, last year's was bottled, or barreled in 2010, bottled in 2018. So we'll see. It's got a, a likely, I mean, we don't know what it is yet, but whatever the one seat is, is probably going to be the heavy favorite. Yeah. You'll soon. Like mm-hmm. one seeds usually are in the first Yeah. yeah. The 15 seed. Willet Potstill. All right. Interesting. So you're st- yeah, your standard Willet um in that wonderful Potstill bottle, you Love know, most the people most people uh, purchase for the bottle and uh stay for the delicious nectar inside. Well, we're going to have to see how it's going to do this year, guys, without the bottle to help it out. That's true. That's yeah. true. We're just going to have the glass. And last year, um Willet's other product, the he- or the uh, old Bardstown bottled and bond mm-hmm. was in the field, didn't show very well. No. Nope. Mm. And this is now the same distillate. Um, I think that the bottle we'll be using is actually uh, distilled, aged, and bottled all at the Willet Distillery. There so it should be similar. The 14 seed in the Frankfurt region in the bottom left corner. Uh, one of Dylan's right favorites, corner. actually. Bottom right corner. <laughs> they can't see Danielle. It's <laughs> the magic of show business. Aren't we going to share this? Yeah, I guess we'll share it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been found out. One of, one of our more astute listeners would go back and... Um, See that I've. Yeah. I was All right. In the line. bottom right corner. Thanks for correcting me. Number 14. Number 14. One of uh, Dylan Miles' favorite, the Baker's Seven Year. This is one I'm not familiar with. Absolutely. Interesting choice by the selection committee. Yeah, absolutely. That was something that I was not expecting because that people don't, people kind of overlook Baker's for I the most part. It's, yeah. the, uh, it's the lesser known out of the small batch collection, um, but it's 107 proof, so full, powerful flavor. Um, it is a, uh, it's a favorite of my, uh, I guess I could say, future father-in-law 
Well, you've been now, saying that. I have been saying that, but now it's <laughs> now like it's official. Yeah. yeah, it's like official, official. Uh, Craig Brown. So um, who knows? Maybe we'll get him on here and see if he can uh, he can uh, figure out some bakers. Maybe that's the celebrity guest. It might be. I think he's probably risen to celebrity status mm-hmm. with uh, <laughs> the exposure on the podcast. That that has done it. But yeah, I'm I'm actually really interested to see how far bakers goes, especially since you guys aren't really familiar with it. Yeah, and it's a seven year, so mm-hmm. age stated. I think that's well, the Knob Creek single barrel is usually a nine year yep. age stated. So. I was wrong there. Uh, the 13 seed. This is one that's special um, to Dylan and me, especially because we helped pick it out. Uh, yeah. So interesting choice. But the Four Roses single barrel, the Taj pick. I put Taj slash for the selection sour committee. Mash. So, slash sour mash. That doesn't say on the label, but we know. We <laughs> know we, that we helped. We know we did it. Yeah, that was a that was a painstaking day off work that we took down right. to Cox's drinking, Creek, drinking bourbon straight out of the barrel. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, the hundred proof single <clears throat> barrel, not the barrel proof. So it's the OBSV recipe, um, and I, I I've got high hopes for that one. Absolutely, that I think is, it's yeah, I think it's starting to actually run pretty low at Taj. So if you want to try it out, you better get there and try it. Is it really? I think we might be getting getting close to the bottom. Oh wow! So I. Hopefully it's still readily available, mm-hmm. especially if it makes a, a run here. It won't be available anymore. Look mm-hmm. at that sour mash bump, right, mm, Daniel? Sour mash bumping. <laughs> uh, the 12 seed. And this is a surprise entry, I have to say, because this is not a bourbon. Um, Michter's Unblended American Whiskey. Okay, so given hmm. given one of the new kids on the block. Well, not super new, but... Um, new, newer to us. Newer to us and new for their new facility that they just opened up. Yeah, um, I'm not so. familiar with this one. What's, what's going on with that? So it's not a bourbon because it is aged in used bourbon barrels. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. think it ever touches new oak. And it's unblended because it's not blended. <laughs> it's not blended with grain <laughs> neutral spirits. Yeah. It's uh, blended right. with other, right, right. other barrels. Other barrels. Not a single barrel. Okay. But that's, uh, that's one that, that really has become a favorite of mine. It, it's got a, a great butterscotch flavor. And that's going to be a tough out in that 12 slide. Mm-hmm. We know that... From our experience watching NCAA tournaments, that the uh, the 12 seed, the 12 five is always yeah, a, always uh, a coin matchup, yeah. and I think it might be in this one too. Uh, so moving along uh, back over to the Frankfurt bracket, um, Michter's and Four Roses are both in the Loretta bracket. Thank you, sir. Um, back Very over nice. to Frankfurt, we've got a special single barrel selection of New Riff yeah. from our friend Chad Clifton. The Fat, Fat Boys. And them Fat Boys selection. And I'm glad that this made the field because this is one that we tried at the Bonnie Castle Club and we were recording on location. Yep. And it and was I, phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Very good. So this is the one that, if you remember, I said tasted like it was finished in a different cask, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I think is just unreal. So, I yeah, I think I'll be able to pick that one out. Bold. Dylan's already calling his shot. I, I think I'll be able to remember that one. I'm going to try to pick them out, but I don't feel confident that I will. But I'm going to do it this year. I hope you do. I hope you all pick them out. Danielle's going to go ham on this one this year. Like, I'm going to go ahead and call it. Like, she's been refining her palate all year. Like, she's ready to go. I've been working on it, y'all. Let's do this. So, moving back up to the Lawrenceburg bracket in the top right corner, the Old Forester 1910. So... The, the older cousin or younger cousin, I guess, of last year's champion, yep. the 1910, a little different take. It's got a, a second barrel finish on there. Mm-hmm. The, the toasted barrel, I think, is, is how they put it. But that's that it's the so far, at least, the only finished bourbon mm-hmm. that we've talked about that's in the field. If you want to call it a, a true finished. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a secondary barrel. Mm-hmm. I think it's a finished bourbon. And it, I, that's... 
out of the 10 slot, I think that's got a decent chance to make a run. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's a really good product. It reminds me a whole lot of the Woodford Double Oaked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has that same kind of color and consistency. So we might be able to cheat a little bit and see the, uh, the color to kind of give mm, it away. I'm taking notes. <laughs> but again, we're not necessarily... Picking out what the bourbon is is a nice bonus, but we're just interested in voting on our favorite. To right, I'm just practicing a little yeah. bit. Yeah, we should always practice. Yeah. All right, so it's a good parlor trick. We're able to be like, oh, this is this. People are impressed by that shit, man. It's so, hard to do. I think that the first seven that we've announced, I mean, considering that's the bottom half, a little less than half of the bracket, that's a strong field. The field's insane, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different variety. There's a lot of really unique products there. So, I mean, yeah, this is this is going to be fun. I mean, the top half has to be amazing. Well, before we get to the top half, we have one more. We've got the nine seed, and this is one that's near and dear to Danielle and me, and this is the Maker's Private Select from Red Castle yeah. slash Sour Mash Tours slash Waterfront Whiskey or Waterfront... Um, <laughs> Waterfront Wine and Whiskey. Wine and Whiskey. Right, yeah. We went and did a private selection there, and I'm excited to see if... I know I keep talking about picking these out, but see if I can pick this one out. Because I've had so much of it. And, and I so this is the, obviously the, really the, like what, it. French cuvee and the yeah. mocha? Yes, yep. yes, yes. So Six French cuvee and four, four mocha. Four mm-hmm. mocha, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how it does. I mean, usually in these blind tastings, we've found that Makers has a pretty good showing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we'll see. I mean, this is a unique one. So, yep. And the second... Finished. That's two in a row. Yep. Two, two finished in a row. bourbons yeah. in a row. The, the Maker's Private Select. And that's another barrel proof, uh, which I believe comes in at about 111. And um, that'll be going up again. So we're getting to the matchups now. Yep. The eight seed, which is the old Ezra seven year, okay. which is another barrel proof bourbon that comes in around that same proof point. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes from the Luxco Distillery. But word is it is sourced from Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill, yeah. And that, but in Bardstown. But in Bardstown. And that made some waves last year. That mm-hmm. was, um, we mentioned him earlier, but Fred Minnick, who actually does have the clout to um, bump bourbon's popularity. Minnick bump. The Minnick bump. Um, <laughs> he picked that as his top shelf bourbon, meaning the top one that you can find on the shelf. Guess what? You can't find you can't. it on the shelf anymore. So that we're, we're starting to get into some of the heavier allocated mm-hmm. products now for the bottom half of the bracket. So... Old Ezra versus the Makers. That, mm-hmm. That'll be a very, be a very interesting one. matchup. Um, the seventh seed, and this is another monster here. All the way down to the seventh seed, we've got a Blanton's straight from the barrel. And this is the Louisville Bourbon Hounds selection, which mm. is a, a Facebook group. Facebook Not had this one. The Bourbon Hounds? The Bourbon Hounds. And they got a barrel of this, um, which is to... My knowledge, the only barrel selection of the Blanton straight from the barrel that's ever happened. There was mm-hmm. some controversy there. Some okay. people said that it was really just a sticker on a big uh, pallet of Blanton straight from the barrels. But um, it's very good nonetheless. It is a single okay. barrel, obviously, because it's Blanton's mm-hmm. and somebody did select it. So right. it's, a barrel select. it's a barrel select. It's got a nice sticker on it on the side that says <laughs> Louisville Bourbon Hounds. But that's going to be up against that Old Forester 1910. Yeah. So it's got its work cut out for it, I think, in the first round. More that's, like two full flavored bourbons right two there. Two very I mean, full be crazy. flavored bourbons. So sure. Blanton's, if you, if you recall, won our um, Sour Mashness. Right. Um, it was just the standard, was obviously. Just, yeah, the but, standard. So that is something that to look out for to see if it can uh, kind of repeat, even though it's a slightly different product. So, right, and we'll see. Yeah. So, I'm getting this next selection, in, and it, 
the selection committee always tries to say that they don't make matchups just for the sake of matchups. But we all know that. We all know they do. They'll yeah. put Kentucky and Duke in the same bracket. Mm-hmm. They'll put Louisville next to Kentucky mm-hmm. to play each other in the Sweet 16. So we know that they're putting matchups Duke, together. Duke, North Carolina for a Final Four. Right. You know. and, and this one's a little cheeky because the sixth seed going up against that new riff is the OKI 12-year, which is a barrel pick from Old Town. Old versus new. A short barrel. And this this was truly one of my favorites from last year. Literally. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Old Town versus new riff. Yeah. Uh, But, of course, OKI was new riff's brand when they were still sourcing from MGP. Mm -hmm. And then once they had their own distillate ready, they switched over to new riff. Never to mention or make OKI again. So that's um, I, I still consider OKI probably a heavy favorite in that. But we really like that. You fat think boys. that Fat Boys pick is fantastic. I really I like that Fat Boys. I mean, OKI is like a is like a legend. Yeah, basically. And, and this particular barrel of it, they only yielded eighty six bottles, I think, mm-hmm. and it has just a, a ton of flavor. It, it barrel proof. So. That, that's going to be a good one. I think from here on, we're talking about nothing but good bourbon. For sure. Which we already have been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the five seed up against that Michter's Unblended, and they did it again. <laughs> the, the selection committee did it again here. This this is a, a manufactured matchup, but we have another American whiskey. This time it's the Old Carter 12-year, which is sourced from MGP. Um, I With both of these... It's not 100% clear what disqualifies this from being a bourbon. bourbon. Um, the speculation, I think, on the old Carter is kind of like the Michter's that it was aged in, in used barrels. Or maybe has like some light whiskey mixed in with it or something like that. But that old Carter 12 is excellent. They yielded only, I think, 1,300 bottles total. And it'll, mm-hmm. it'll never come back. So it's a, it's a, a treat to have it in the bracket and to get mm-hmm. to taste it. Especially against another whiskey. Uh, or American whiskey. And another interesting point about this matchup, that Michter's is, I think, the lowest proof mm-hmm. product in this whole thing at about 80, 80 I think it's 83. 83, yeah. The old Carter is the highest proof, mm. coming in oh. at 128 or 129. Oh, wow. Oh, so wow. there should right be some there. distinct differences there. should be a, there. a big difference, but that old Carter does not uh, drink like that. Okay. It does not drink like it, it, it's high proof. See, I think this is just pure bias against the uh, American whiskeys, just trying to get one of them out early. Maybe so. Instead of seeing them contend with the rest of the bracket. Maybe mm. so. We'll let all the talking heads, you know, break this down after yeah. the fact. And oh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be some beef, some some bourbons that got left out. Yeah. That'd be um, one of the biggest controversies is why, you know, why the American whiskey and not just pure bourbon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a new age, I guess. It is. It's a little bit more inclusive. I uh, don't want to have such a strict definition. We have this finished bourbons in here, too, that aren't uh, maybe technically straight bourbon, depending on your interpretation of the regulations. Yeah. Yet to see anything that's just a pure rye, though. No. So, be, yeah, you know, that, that might be something that sneaks in. But we'll I don't know. See. At this point, we might not get that. All right. So, th- oh, man, this next one. Mm-hmm. This We're starting to get into pretty good territory oh, here as yeah. far as lack of availability. <laughs> but we've got... The 2018 iteration of the Old Forester birthday bourbon. That's, that's a tough one. This was. This is the. Is this the one that they sold some out at the new Old Forester distillery? Yeah. That literally just went. Everybody just went bonkers for and was gone immediately. Absolutely. And it. Um, it was the highest proof birthday bourbon that they've ever put out as well. But that'll be going up against our four as a single barrel. And I got to say, I don't like the four as chances <laughs> because I'm a huge birthday either. bourbon fan. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, 
So that's the never count our, never count our girl out. I, that's a good point. I've just decided that that bourbon should be called women. <laughs> just now? Yeah, just now. I just decided like a, like a ship, like a ship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I treat bourbon like ships. <laughs> Don't bourbon bourbon go passing in the night. Mm. So the three seed in the Frankfurt bracket, the Four Roses 130th anniversary small batch limited edition 2018 version. So another another four roses, another but, monster, but distinctly different. That won some awards this year, mm-hmm. or at least some some best ofs, and that'll be going up against Bakers. Yeah. So so the unknown against the unknown the, uh... against a heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, these next few are going to be pretty heavy favorites, mm-hmm. but that's one that you can't find anymore. Obviously, on the secondary market, it goes for around three hundred dollars. So we're getting into some expensive territory. Very expensive. Um, but you got to like Four Roses' chances to at least advance out of the first round, and then it'll have to play either the OKI or the New Riff. So yeah. maybe a tough road to the Final Four. That bracket is stacked mm-hmm. down there in Frankfurt. Yeah, that, racket, that bracket's unreal. The two seed in the mm, Lawrenceburg bracket. Here we go. In the upper right. From the Buffalo... Wow. From the Buffalo <laughs> Trace Antique Collection. The George T. Stag. Wow. From 2018. Wow. Yeah. Rising, rising from the uh, what from the ashes there. What could the one seed be? I, I have no idea. I wonder what it could be. If that's that, that's an established, established, you know, favorite. established favorite every year, year in perennial, year in yeah, perennial favorite. favorite. And that'll be going up against the Will of Pot still. Mm-hmm. That, that's my first pick for a blowout. Oh, I think that's going to be of this. Yeah, I mean, Will it? They're doing good things. Mm-hmm. The new distillate's very tasty, but but it's no stag. It's a tough draw. Yeah, going up against George C. Stag in the first round. All right, going to the Bardstown bracket and the number one overall seed. This is this is a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have put this here probably earlier in the year, but the Barrel Craft Spirits 15 year. Oh, another the, the new kid on the block. The new kid on Literally the block. Literally, like one of the newest. Yeah, another Fred Minnick pick. Um, it won his blind tasting, mm-hmm. so I guess that that carries a lot of weight with the selection committee. I'm they look at previous results. How it does. Interested to see. I personally really like this bourbon. I think that my opinion might have a little bit of bearing on where mm-hmm. these are seated. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens when I you think taste so. them. But barrel kind of coming in and uh, kind of the mystery distillery. You sure. know, people don't really know where everything comes from. They don't know all their tactics, their tricks. So you know they might they might just blow through the field because people aren't ready for them. All we know is this is a blend of Kentucky, Tennessee, and Indiana whiskey. Yeah, and it's 15 years old, and it's a bourbon. So it's uh, like the blue, like the blue chips. Yeah, basically all put together to, right. uh, to form one fantastic yeah, product. It, a lot of one and dones probably <laughs> in that blend that are going to move on to bigger and better. Move on things. to bigger things, our bellies, and that'll be going up. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be going up against Evan Williams single barrel in the Bardstown. I got to say, probably curtains for that Evan Williams, mm-hmm. but we got to let the tasting speak for itself. Oh, yeah. We saw Virginia last year yeah. go down to a 16 seed just as a one poo-poo. seed just poo-poo so you never know what's going to happen so to recap going down that bardstown bracket we have the barrel craft 15 against the evan williams single barrel the old ezra seven year against that maker's private select that danielle and i had a hand in picking mm-hmm. the loretto bracket the loretta bracket we've got the the matchups of the american whiskeys the old carter 12 versus the michter's unblended and then the birthday bourbon from 2018 versus the Taj Four Roses pick that Dylan and I had a hand in selecting. Mm-hmm. Top right, the Lawrenceburg bracket, we've got the 2018 George T. Stag against Willard Potstill. 
the Louisville Bourbon Hounds selection of Blanton straight from the barrel against the Old Forester 1910. The OKI 12 year from Old Town is against the New Rift single barrel in the Frankfurt bracket, the Fat Boys pick. And then finally, last but not least, in the Frankfurt bracket, we've got the three seed, Four Roses 130th against the 14 seed Baker's seven year. Wow. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the 2019 second annual Sour Mash 16. I'm excited for this. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we could have asked for a better field. I mean, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have some surprises. I think we're going to have some picks that, uh, you know, I don't think this is going to be chalk. You don't think? No. So what's your first pick of a, of a big high seed to go down? A big high, I mean, I'm biased just for the pure fact that I'm a really big fan of Bakers and I'm not super familiar with that Four Roses 130. I mean, I'm sure it's fantastic, but there's something about Bakers that really stands out to me. So that like that would probably be my upset pick. Okay. Um, but if you know, and then looking at some of the others, I don't know if you'd ne- necessarily call that six eleven matchup uh, in the Frankfurt category the the OKI versus the New Riff a uh, an upset. But I mean that that Fat Boys pick is just something that has just stuck with me since the first time I had I it. I have to agree with you there, mm-hmm. Danielle. What do you think? Uh, biggest chance for an upset early? I don't know. I am looking through here and I have no clue now. I don't know that I've had the Mictors unblended, but I like Mictors, so why don't I just guess that that's going to be a big upset? Okay, over the and it is twelve five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you fill out your NCA bracket, that's another tip to pick at least one twelve five. Go with that twelve five. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I'm gonna say that I believe that I think the first one that'll go out and the first top four seed will be that birthday bourbon. I think it advances. Mm-hmm. In the first round, but I think that the old Carter 12 year is going to oh. show really well in this thing and could win it all. You think the, the American whiskey will take down the birthday bourbon? I tried that stuff, the, the American whiskey, the old Carter 12 year at the Bonnie Castle Club and was blown away by it. Um, I've Everybody I've told to taste it has really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people I didn't tell to taste it. Dana McMahon, who wrote a great article um, yep. that I happened to be featured in mm-hmm. recently, uh, said that that was her bourbon soulmate or wow. something like that. She tried it at the, um, what was the event that was downtown recently? The Bourbon uh, Classic. Bourbon Classic, yeah. She tried the Mictors 12 and was blown away by it. Uh, so that's my pick. Uh, I think that's at least the Final Four team. Okay. Maybe even maybe even wins the whole deal. Wow. I mean, I don't. I think. I think that the barrel's going to show. I think that that it'll. I think it might easily get out of its bracket. It's it's set the up finals, to, which yeah. is it's a one seed. It's a one seed, so it should have an easier path. Yeah, it's burst on the scene. It's established itself. It deserves it. Yeah, the most stacked bracket I think is is probably that um, either the Loretta or Frankfurt. Yeah, I was going to say the bottom. The bottoms are definitely stacked. So. Yep. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So stay tuned. You're going to be hearing from us a lot more often in these yeah. next couple of weeks. Because we'll be, yeah, we'll be posting stuff to the uh, to our social media. Yeah, too, just for folks to be able to follow along with us. Sure, and maybe we'll do another promotion where people mm-hmm. can try to pick the winner of this thing. We should. Yeah. Never and know. maybe they win a prize. Maybe it's a T-shirt. Maybe it's a tour. Maybe it's a mini tour. We have dozens maybe of new listeners else. since we, we, we since yeah. started yeah. doing this. We started off with zero. <laughs> now we have dozens. Yeah, now we have if, dozens. If you're listening, I or encourage you to print out a bracket and follow along with us and uh, see if your picks make it through with ours. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, coming up soon, um, I do want to plug an event that we have uh, on April 4th with our friends at Level Up. Level Up Louisville provides how-to classes for anything from calligraphy to 
um, cocktails and more. And so we are doing a really fun class with them in April, May, and June. Uh, bourbon and board. So it's how to create a bourbon tasting and build a cheese and charcuterie board uh, just in time for your Thunder and Derby events. And it should be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We are doing that the evening of April 4th at Taste Fine Wines and Bourbons, a great partner of ours. And if you're interested at all in that, you can check out uh, the class at levelup.com, maybe leveluplouisville.com, mm -hmm. and uh, on our social media. So um, just have to hawk our, our newest event coming up. Yeah. It's going to be a lot excited. of fun. Yeah, Very absolutely. excited learn, for yeah, it. Learn how to do it yourself. Yeah. And if you've never had one of Danielle's charcuterie boards, it's amazing. We're going to very good job. We are going to do a really, really fun board. Um, really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I, I go along on the tours and I help out, but this is really my first foray into actually leading. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just so happens to be with cheese and meat. So very Can't excited about that. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, um, and we're going to have the Sour Mash 16 wrapped up probably by the end of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Congratulations one more time to Dylan and Kate. Congrats. And we will toast Congrats. them as we sign off here. Goodbye, oh, everybody. Also, before we do that, we have one more uh, quick little uh, apology to our friend Mike Brown. Um, he, his uh, words were, were misstrewn and uh, misused the last time around because uh, Andy came up with a nice ploy to make him sound like a meme, and he is a very nice man. <laughs> I'm going to trim that off. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>